0: So you've seen the new thumbnail, and now you saw the new background. I wanted to explore and do a different series called Chitter Chatter. Something where it's more of an exploratory video where I see a comment and I explore more and we chit chat on here. Or maybe it's something that I found and again wanting to explore more. So I thought this is a good way to do it. And in today's topic, I want to talk about something called the Devil's Breath. Now, this is something that I saw a comment underneath my video. So last week, I did a video on Lori Vallow Daybell and all her travels. She went something like 10, 11 different flights during 2019, and she did a couple road trips. And one thing that stuck out was that when Charles died, three days after that, Lori took off with Colby. They went to Texas, and then Alex Cox, he went to Colombia, and he went around five days. He left on the 14th. Zulema Pastenas went on the 15th, and she went to Chile. And I'm not sure yet about Chad Daybell or Melanie Boudreau. But I wanted to talk about a comment that was made under my video, which was very curious. I was very interested about, and. It says, by Colleen Falcone, she says, maybe Alex went to Colombia to get a hold of Burundanga, the drug used to make living zombies. And that comment was very, very uh, interesting. I thought, what is that? And I went down the little hole, the rabbit hole, and took a peek. And so, this thing called Burundanga is actually can be a crazy lethal drug and it comes from a tree and from my understanding the seeds from the tree and is so potent that one gram can kill up to 10 to 15 people and now criminals actually use it obviously for their advantage and I'll get to that in a minute about what it's about but they call it devil's breath and uh, the people of Colombia were actually saying it, it literally trans. It literally is the devil stealing your soul. It's also called scopolamine and that's when it is broken down and basically uh, made into something at micro doses. They use it for things like um, um, nausea and they're doing research I believe in Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. So tiny, 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 tiny little doses but in major doses it can kill you and in almost major doses can do something that's called like the zombie effect and it turns people into as they describe as zombies. So what happens is this drug makes you not remember what happened. You look like you're normal to other people, it doesn't look like you're drugged out but you lose your free will in other words people can make suggestions to you and then you go and do it so there is a documentary that i watched and if you go down below in the description you can see this documentary but this documentary was talking about you know the search for burindanga and seeing you know what people do with it in colombia and there's some scary scary stories people who, men and women, were getting drugged and things like a guy was waking up in his apartment and all his stuff was gone, all his furniture. He goes and asks the concierge, like, what happened? Where's all my furniture? He's like, you said you were moving out and I helped you put all your stuff into a loaded truck and there was two guys to take it. So they were obviously conning this guy, but they give this drug to them. And it's odorless it's tasteless they'll put them in your drink Uh, in the documentary they actually talked to a guy who was a drug dealer and he said that you could even just inhale it and um, if you blow it into the person's face they'll inhale it and he said it's very 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 dangerous when they were looking at it because they wanted to see it it looks like cocaine and they were masking up and gloving up and you just they just almost look like a you know what a juicy fruit uh tin foil thing is they just kind of opened it and showed it and just you know very handling it very carefully so this intrigued me because alex goes to colombia and i know he's had a history of going to colombia before but it's interesting because of the word zombie and a zombie drug and shortly thereafter everybody was zombies. Tammy Debo was a zombie, JJ was a zombie and Tylee was a zombie and they didn't really call uh, Charles a zombie they just kind of called him you know Ned Snyder and somebody else took over but that zombie terminology came after the timeline from when Alex got back. So it says in toxic levels, this can lead to dangerous fast heart rate, dilated pupils, toxic psychosis, confusion, vivid hallucinations, seizures or coma, among other events. And um, people will get their drinks spiked. One guy said they took his money, and but he went to the ATM machine and actually got the money out and so on camera it just looks like him but outside a camera view you see two guys waiting for him to bring them the money so it's really scary and in one article it says burdunga is said to render its ingestors into disoriented zombies awake and talkative but powerless to resist orders it's sometimes termed as zombie powder and it also says that under its influence People have been known to empty their bank accounts which it did show on this documentary and also uh, it says that people have even acted as drug mules and in another comment under my video uh, somebody was talking about Zulema remember when Zulema was getting massaged by Alex and she said she wasn't feeling well she wasn't feeling herself um, and then she doesn't really remember anything that happened after that, so that was an interesting comment because it seems like, huh, I wonder if he did pick up something and bring it back. He'd have to carry it very, very carefully, but I wouldn't put it past him. You guys can let me know. Let's have a big chat about this, because so I wonder if it's possible that he's doing something like that. One one other thing it said is it disappears from your bloodstream within around four hours so it becomes untraceable before a victim is time to be tested one of the things that I read too is way 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 back 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 um, in time there was um, I can't remember if they were used the word king or chieftain but basically he would die and then all the the wives and the uh, others partners that he had would have to die too and they had it as like a ritual and they would give them that and then basically tell them to lie in this grave and then bury them alive so i'm curious about this it may have something to it especially with the zombie reference there was one thing also that i read you guys may be really interested in this it's about jj And in one of the articles, it said soon after she arrived, Lori Vallow informed Gibb, Melanie Gibb, that JJ had become a zombie and pointed out behaviors such as sitting still and watching TV, claiming JJ said he loved Satan, and an increased vocabulary as evidence that JJ was now a zombie. So if we were to apply this theory that Alex came by and he decided to, I got my big mug of tea, (laughs) uh, he decided to give jj this devil's breath or burindanga and just a little bit or lori did that i wonder if lori was purposely making jj do these things which he had no um remember he has no free will if he had it and that he would be climbing on top of the counter and on top of the fridge Mind you, there wasn't really any witnesses there, Lori said that was happening, but Lori was pushing the narrative all weekend that, hey, you know what, JJ, look at him, he's being a zombie, can you see what he's doing? And she really wanted Melanie to believe her, but she said he kind of looked normal like he always does and he always acted. But I'm curious now, it really has my head thinking, you know what, maybe there's something to it. Maybe it it could have killed Tammy, and Tammy died after that, or and Tammy died because of that, and it would become untraceable. And then somebody was also saying about the gift basket, because you know I talk about the gift basket a lot, and they were saying... Hmm, I wonder if that's the gift basket that they were supposed to make was something in that, and Alex maybe unintentionally uh, sniffed it or, or ingested it, and he wasn't supposed to, and then that happened to him. And, but, however, he was having issues prior to that with breathing, and that doesn't really say in there that that's some of the symptoms, only that basically you kind of do whatever somebody tells you to do. Again, in that documentary, they were talking about one girl, she believes she had hers in her drink, and she said she knew that her boyfriend was saving up money, and she ended up being robbed by a couple guys because they said, you know, take me to your house, and uh, she went to the house, and then, you know, empty out your, your money and whatnot, and she went and remembered where her boyfriend had the money and then she took it and she gave it away so she felt terrible after you know once she found out what happened but because they lose their memory and people you know are helping them put the pieces back together so it's a crazy drug a lot of colombians are scared of it a lot of people are scared of it and you just don't mess around with it. So let me know what your thoughts are about this drug. Let me know about this little chit-chat series, what you'd like to see me cover, or maybe there's just something in this that triggered something that I can go down another path and look at. I think it'd be a nice way, you know, well, I have my tea, I didn't take a sip yet, but you know, uh, I think it'd be a nice way to do something a little different. My main... Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. videos have a lot of facts, a lot of timelines, a lot of scripting, but I want something a little bit more that we can have a chit chat and really talk in the comments and hash this out. You know, why wouldn't this work? Why would this work? This would be so cool to see everybody come together and really be community. You know how much I love that. If you're new, I love community. I've always loved community. And so I really look forward to reading your comments. Now, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. There's a lot of new things coming. A lot of guests are coming. So please don't forget to subscribe. Let's have a chit chat below. See you on the next video. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.